Listen. You only think you know Cinder Williams, co-host of the PPC radio show and the Melanated Morning Show. You've seen her in films with some of the goats. You may have even heard her sing her way to the top. You don't have to judge the book by its cover. You can get the book and read it cover to cover. I'm talking about Pink Panty Confessions by Cinder Williams, available in paperback and digital format in all good bookstores. I would probably look in Amazon. Pink Panty Confessions, the book. Senator Williams here, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 32 of the PPC Podcast. I've had such an amazing last few days. I spent the last weekend watching independent films and documentaries. There were so many passionate conversations after watching them all. And on that note, let's get on with it. Authenticity is the key. I have met so many people who were insincere. I'm not knocking Hollywood, but sometimes with the people that I've met, I don't know if they like me, love me, or hate my guts. That may sound harsh, but it is true. Another thing that's hard to come by in my business is the truth. Well, my friend, psychologist, community leader, and pastor of Fort Wayne's Faith United Methodist Church, Pastor Melissa Fisher, has found that telling the truth of who she is diminishes all the BS that the world tries to give her. I'll let her tell you about it. Everybody, introducing Pastor Melissa Fisher. Melissa Fisher, welcome to the PPC podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I am honored to be a part of this podcast. (laughs) Well, Melissa, I have known you. Shoot. How old were you when I met you? 13, 14? How old were you? Yeah, probably like 13 or 14. (laughs) Melissa, uh, everybody, she used to come to uh, visit my grandfather, Reverend J.C. Williams when he was um, getting ready to transition. It was the end of his life. And and did you study with Papa? You studied with a little, him? A little bit. It was more just up under him while I came and visited and uh, let him pour his wisdom into me. <laughs> yeah, uh, my, um, my uncle James Williams is a mentor. Was he a mentor to you? Yes, mentor, my niece's godfather, basically family. <laughs> So, so in other words, Melissa, 
though I don't know her like that deeply, has been in my life for quite some time now. Shoot, I don't even know how many years. Maybe 20 some. 20 some years. I have known this beautiful girl and who is now a beautiful woman and who is now also a pastor of a church. So she followed in um, her, uh, our papa's footsteps and um, continued on with United Methodist Church. So most people that I interview, they, I, I didn't know them as children, but I kind of got a view of you very early on. But tell us who you were, where you came from, um, where you from, uh, from your beginnings. So, uh, born in Fort Wayne, um, but my parents um, came from a little town in uh, East Ohio, east of Fort Wayne, about 45 minutes, called Grover Hill. Uh, well, actually, my mom was there, and then my dad was in Fort Wayne. They actually met in the church that I pastor now. So when I, they, my mom was the secretary and my dad was the janitor. And so, which is super, well, it's not crazy, but it's such like God that I'm now the pastor of that church. Um, but yeah, I grew up in Fort Wayne, uh, went to Snyder High School uh, in Fort Wayne, and then went to college, uh, have a master's degree um, in divinity from, uh, from United Theological Seminary in Dayton, Ohio, have a master's in psychology uh, from... Uh, Indiana Tech, uh, bachelor's in political science, bachelor's in human services, uh, minor in psychology, and then certificate in public advocacy and civil service. Um, so that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. So most people are just, well, a lot of people are just one thing, but you, you were making sure that you could really help the people, right? Yeah, uh, with a lot of student loans, too. <laughs> and still, and still so, got them. Why did you go through all of that? Why did you make that choice? What in your life prompted you to make those kind of educational choices? Mm, your grandpa and your uncle. <laughs> your gra- <laughs> so, uh, your uncle James, uh, as you guys call him King, um, was in my life as a mentor when I was like 13, 14. Um, And I think I just started on a journey of learning and I've always been really passionate about equity and inequity and people and the community um, and making, helping to make systematic change. um, And then also the spiritual component of just learning how to love people, um, you know, no matter who you are, where you're from, what you do, what color you are, what you believe in, what sexual predilection you go with, like, it doesn't really matter. Um, so I think a lot of that inspiration came from your your grandfather and your, your uncle. Um, they were major major components and integral in my life and the choices that I've made um in education and then just in what i do and passion you know it's really crazy because it it always amazes me how influential my grandfather was to so many people he was just so instrumental in choices that they made but when it comes to our family 
it was different. You know, we had a different relationship with him. I was very close to my grandfather. I grew up in the church. I did everything in the church. You know, I was, you know, a believer in, but yet with my grandfather, he was just Papa to me. He wasn't Reverend J.C. Williams. He, he wasn't that. He was just Papa, <laughs> he was my grandfather. And we have a very close relationship. We're very, um, he talked to me about a lot of stuff, hard stuff, his feelings, his truth that that I don't think most people knew about. So it always it's always kind of a strange thing to me when I when I realize who he was to so many other people. I mean, I go into people's homes and I see his picture on their altars. You know what I'm saying? I think you even have a picture of him, a, a nice, beautiful picture of him that that is focused on in your home and so i'm really thankful that that you know he helped you because i think you've turned into a a beautiful woman and it's done such such wonderful things so what's what's the name of your church uh faith united methodist church so i'm the lead pastor there and then i co-own uh new wave behavioral well, new new wave wellness. We do behavioral therapy for adults and children with developmental disabilities, and then I teach over in the human services department at, at PFW too. So, so with all that in mind, I mean, you you have had all of this training to help people. What did you need help with? What what kind of journey did you have that you needed to overcome? to get to where you are. Mm. Uh, I think there's a lot of things. I think there's a lot of things I learned young. Uh, I didn't realize what it meant until I think uh, your your uncle came into my life, like what it meant to be white in America. I would say that was a big uh, impact. That was impactful in my life. Uh, learning the privileges and learning uh, what I represent as a white person in America. Um, so, you know, that, that piece kind of was a, a, a large growing edge for me. Um, my father's an alcoholic, so that has always been, you know, learning grace and love and, you know, learning how to forgive and love someone that still isn't the person that you want them to be all the time. Um, you know, I think... Uh, we all have internal struggles. We all have strife. We question, you know, choices, things like that. Who are we? Uh, behavior patterns. Uh, why we do what we do, and what is our intent? So I would say, uh, for me, a lot of times, ensuring or doing the best to make sure that I'm on the path that I want to be on, or that. I mean, purpose, I'm really, um, you know, purpose, creation. I, I believe that each human being has a reason. We're not here for no reason. So. So um, you are, since the George Floyd happening happened, I know you've been doing many things in your community and participating as a, a leader in your community, but you're white. So what has that meant to you? Uh, how have you fit into the movement? I know white folks have been a part of the movement from the beginning because they're, you know, back back to the Quakers. They're always 
been people, non-melanated we call them, <laughs> folks who who have been huge leaders in, in shame when it comes to our, our struggles. So how has that been for you being a white woman in a black community, being a leader for change in the black community? Um, you know, it's different, but I think for me, um, authenticity is key in dealing with, in my opinion, people come of color or the black community. Uh, I think black people can read through bullshit really quick. <laughs> and uh, so for me, I think um, just being true to who I am and allowing people to learn who I am um you know that 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 and then you build relationships you build relationships um you know a lot of things started when covid hit so that covid hit and we we started you know doing masks and we 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 focused on getting like 10,000 over 10,000 masks in the southeast side cuz everybody was focused on a lot of other areas and we were focused on just ensuring that people had access um so we did that and then you know george floyd you know got got murdered and fort wayne erupted so you know and then fort wayne's police department didn't really know how to deal with protesters or things like that the city's not really equipped or knowledgeable so our church was very involved you know down there and and provided sound and obviously you came and performed and, and so um, I would say just learning and building relationships and being a constant I guess you know um, people think you know a lot of people are like you're just it's obvious that you've been around black people most of your life or <laughs> it's you know it's a more natural or authenticity and I you know I think you're gonna get it from everywhere like i get it from white people well you just want to be black no i'm quite aware that i'm a white woman and what i represent and who i am but that doesn't mean i can't use who i am and, and how i look and the person i am to help to affect change or help uh help help create change I agree 100%. So um, I, I have one more question before we move on to, to announcing some dates. So if there's one person in the world that you can think of that has influenced you and that if you could have uh, dinner with and say thank you to, who would it be? <laughs> Your uncle, James Wesley Williams. You know what? We share that. I, everyone, people ask me, well, who was your biggest influence in life? It was always him. James Wesley Williams, my uncle, was my number one influence and changed my life completely. I may not have ever been a singer or been an actress if he hadn't taken me down in our, mm. our basement where he was living and taught me how to sing. He taught me about music. He gave me music. So share that if my uncle as as much as my grandfather was an influence my father was an influence my uncles are influences and i think that's a cue to people 
that you can change lives just by being kind and, and mentoring. You can really change a, a child's life and then they can end up to be Pastor Melissa Fisher. And that's a beautiful thing. So I, I want to wrap this up because this is kind of short because we do the more, most of the talking on the PPC radio show. And that is going to be September 8th on www.thegrownfolksradio.com if you want to listen or a whole bunch of platforms you can come on and watch on Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, I, uh, what's it called? Uh, YouTube, a whole bunch. Um, you guys can come on and see Melissa and Shelly Shell and DJ Kid Disco, myself and Jenny Graham and possibly Craig Engel. We are going to be talking about all of this and getting more into Melissa's story. So tell us about your event that you have coming up. So September 11th uh, from 12 to uh, 12 to 4 in Fort Wayne, we're blocking off uh, street uh, over by the church. So the Larez uh, community, Larez neighborhood, we're doing a block party. Uh, we're bringing in Cinda to come and close out the show. Uh, we got musicians, we got vendors, we got resource tables. So just a big community event, uh, kids, you know, bouncy houses, whatever. So just a, hopefully just a good, good day all around. Um, we're also going to honor, uh, it's 20 years since September 11th. So we're going to, uh, honor that as well. So, um, that event, um, in our, in our country's history. So just, it, it should just be an all around good day. <laughs> Is it going to be COVID safe? Yeah. I mean, it'll be outside. Uh, masks will be requested, social distancing, um, you know, most we're, we we will have a vaccination site actually on site as well so we'll be having people uh get giving vaccinations so hopefully some people in the community that haven't been vaccinated um will get vaccinated that day as well all right well thank you so much melissa fisher i love you you're a wonderful woman and you are doing beautiful things for the world i'm telling you man you guys when you when you do one thing you change the world but this woman does many things so thank you so much for for joining us on the ppc podcast and i can't wait to see you on september 8th on the PPC show. thank you thank you i'm excited about it To be real is not as hard as many people make it. If you know yourself and are true to yourself and others, you can make a change in this world. People do not trust false smiles and fake words. Be real. Find integrity and honesty and you can be a part of the shift that we all need. Well, that's it for another PPC podcast. Thank you to my girl, Melissa Fisher, for telling her truth. To hear more from her, join the PPC crew on the PPC radio show, Wednesday, September 8th from 2 to 4 Eastern on www.thegrownfolksradio.com 
or watch it live on Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, YouTube, and many other platforms. Big thank you to my producer, DJ Kid Disco, and a big thumbs up to Johnny Whiteside and Donald Draft for their wonderful beats. God bless you all. Until next time, that's a wrap. everyone, this is Cinder Williams coming to you with some exciting news. Every Wednesday, the grownfolksradio.com presents the PPC Radio Show. Every Wednesday from 2 to 4 Eastern, Shelly Shell Williams and I are co-hosting this Heal Yourself platform. We are talking about improving the mind, body, and soul. DJ Joe Storm will be bringing us uplifting music. CJ Julianis is our financial therapist. We're going to have phenomenal guests and various therapists, life coaches, and spiritual leaders. And DJ Kid Disco is producing it all. All of this to help us on our paths to restoration. So please join us every Wednesday from 2 to 4 Eastern on the PPC Radio Show at www.thegrownfolksradio.com.